Welcome to the Speaking of Women's Health podcast. I am your host, Dr. Holly Thacker, and I am so glad to be back in the Sunflower House with you on this special podcast Thanksgiving edition. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and gratitude, as well as tips to staying healthy now that we're full blown into the holiday season. This is a really special day for me and my family because exactly one year ago, my grandson, Lincoln Thomas Thacker, was born. And uh, it was President Lincoln that set forth the proclamation for Americans to celebrate officially Thanksgiving. And so it's so exciting seeing him in his whole first year of life. And I'd really like to dedicate today's podcast to our sunflower donors. You are the ones that make this nonprofit, Speaking of Women's Health, be strong, be healthy, and be in charge, getting information out to hundreds of thousands of women around the world. Uh, All you need is an internet connection, and you can get the most up-to-date women's health information. So I am so, um, have so much gratitude in my heart for the donors. And you can go on our speakingofwomenshealth.com site and look at our sunflower donors. Many of them are anonymous and each and every one of you is so important. So as we're getting towards the end of 2023, which is the year that we started this podcast, um, in the late winter. I think we have so much to be thankful for. So this is a good time to look back on our major accomplishments and then recognize all the people that have supported us and our mission throughout the year. So as I mentioned, we're so thankful for our national supporters like Clever Crazes for Kids. It's a wonderful nonprofit that advances children's health. And we're grateful for each and one of you, our listeners, and um, everyone who reads our columns, visits our sites, downloads our free treatment guidebooks, interacts with all of our social media. We have women's health events and news and contents and more. So we do work really hard year-round to bring you the latest in women's health. So I hope you take advantage of all of our online content. And if you're not already subscribed to our free e-newsletter, please go to speakingofwomenshealth.com, click at the top of the site. We have a monthly newsletter and health tips, and we include information on healthy living, healthy recipes, and more. If you're on Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and please go visit our new Rumble channel at Speaking of Women's Health. And uh, you can watch these podcasts, especially when I'm interviewing people. Like I interviewed the founder of Speaking of Women's Health and our uh, chief uh, creative strategist, Diane Dunkelman. And uh, it's just fun to kind of see the give and take with some of the people that I have um, the wonderful opportunity to interview. I'm also very grateful 
for our Speaking of Women's Health contractors, our executive producer and uh, community media manager, Lee Klecker, uh, who's also guest podcasting, is just a gem. And Jonathan, uh, who is behind the scenes, the tech guy, oh, he is just fabulous. And the whole team uh, at our Center for Specialized Women's Health, we have the best nurses and assistants and physicians and APPs and administrative assistants. It's just a wonderful environment. And for those of you who are listeners who also happen to be patients at our Center for Specialized Women's Health, you know what exactly what I'm talking about. I'm also very, very grateful for uh, my current and my past graduates. Even though I never gave birth to a daughter. I have three sons, adults, two of whom are fathers, including Lincoln's father. Um, I feel like I have so many daughters and so many graduates keep in contact and many of them are involved in teaching and educating women. Many of them have their own exciting social media channels and are also participating in very important continuing medical education of physicians and APPs. I'm also grateful for our guest podcaster and good friend, Sylvia Morrison. Uh, Her favorite holiday of the year is Thanksgiving. And uh, she worked as a chief marketing executive and really helped Speaking of Women's Health get off the ground. She got our first big event on the main campus. I think it was in 2004. So she's been with the program for a long time. And even though she's now uh, enjoying a very well-deserved retirement, and she's got great tips on enjoying your retirement, she's doing some guest podcasting for us. So Giving Tuesday this year is November 28th. If you haven't heard of Giving Tuesday, it's kind of a global day of giving that's fueled by the power of social media and collaboration and cooperation. So it kind of harnesses the potential of social media and the generosity of people around the world to bring real change in their communities. It's usually celebrated on the Tuesday following Thanksgiving because we've kind of recovered from the tryptophan uh, haze of that great turkey. And it typically kicks off the charitable season when many people focus on their holiday and their end of year giving. And since its inaugural year in 2012, Giving Tuesdays become a big movement that celebrates and supports giving and philanthropy events throughout the year. Several uh, years ago, I started with a letter thanking my patients, telling them how grateful I was for them and the nonprofit Speaking of Women's Health. And even though I appreciate cards and letters and people will send me pictures of their family and some people will deliver, you know, homemade baked treats for my staff or sometimes uh, send food or gifts. What I've asked from my grateful patients and supporters, um, save all that great stuff for your family. And if you're able to consider supporting Speaking of Women's Health on Giving Tuesday, that would mean so much. And any amount, the smallest amount um, to larger amounts, I can guarantee you will be well used and only utilized for advancing 
this nonprofit to empower women to be strong, be healthy, and be in charge. And there's a lot of different ways you can do it. The easiest way probably is just going on the Speaking of Women's Health uh, site and just click that donate button. Um, all of our content is free to everyone. So we really appreciate you donating to the nonprofit. It also serves as a vehicle not only to educate women, but to educate healthcare clinicians. And so your support will help us continue to provide free health education nationwide. You can also tell us who you're thankful for when you make your tax-deductible donation to Speaking of Women's Health. And your donation will be in that person's honor or cause. And I think supporting a good cause, it makes us feel good. And by donating to Speaking of Women's Health, you'll help us maintain our mission to help women and their entire families. In addition to just charities, volunteering is another wonderful way to give back. And I think finding either a charity or an organization or even some social or community or local event that you're passionate about and getting involved and just thinking outside yourself and helping others can make you feel so much better about yourself and life. So that brings me to gratitude. Most people are so busy and working so hard and I find myself sometimes getting caught up in just the business of life, running a home. But I encourage all of us to take some time to enjoy over the holidays our families and friends and to separate ourselves from chores and work and especially separate ourselves from all those electronic devices. Um, I think it's a really good habit to just turn off your phone and just engage with others. I mean, my rule at the dinner table, and it's not only the Thanksgiving dinner table, is to turn off that phone. And in my family, what we do on every uh, Thanksgiving is we go around the table and we just tell everyone what we're thankful for. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be something small. It could be something major. And I think to tell people that you care about, that you're grateful to have them in your life is important. And one of the benefits of being grateful is grateful people are happy people. And this was one of the top findings of the Harvard Adult Development Study, which is one of the longest running studies on happiness and health in the world, spanning a century and a couple generations of Americans. So grateful people live longer and they tend to be healthier overall. So everyone should learn how to practice gratitude. And I mean sincere gratitude. I mean, you all know those people, maybe potentially co-workers at some locations, <laughs> who just go through and mouth the words. Um, it's very important to be honest and sincere because we can tell, people can tell. And I think telling yourself as well as saying out loud what you're grateful for is helpful. Some people like to journal and write things down in a daily journal uh, or even just to write thank you notes. I think that's a lost art. I love to write personalized notes even though my handwriting is like a atrocious physician's handwriting. Um, and that's one thing I taught my sons to do. And writing out a note as opposed to just a quick text um, I think is, is, is more meaningful. Um, 
maybe I'm showing my old-fashionedness, but and sharing your gratitude and happiness with others, like saying thank you to a stranger, um, people who who um, are pleasant and engaging, generally report more happiness. Now, sometimes I know situations can be extremely difficult and challenging yourself to be grateful in difficult circumstances can sometimes be hard. But usually, no matter how difficult something is, you can find something small to be grateful for. And I think doing this can help cope and deal with really hard situations. Now, in addition to Thanksgiving and Turkey Day, and we have some good turkey recipes that we'll talk about. This time of year marks the beginning of a lot of holidays and celebrations. It's the beginning of Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights, and the Feast of Dedication that lasts for eight days and nights. It's also the beginning of the holiday season with Christmas, uh, just barely a month away. Um, And the last several weeks of the year mark such great celebrations. I'm really looking forward to going on our Polar Express trip, the book The Polar Express about believing and being able to hear the Christmas bell. I shared that with my children and my youngest son, Grayson. We took him um, and the older boys and when Santa came through and, and said, what do you want for Christmas, young boy? A Batman watch. <laughs> so this year we're taking three-year-old Artemis and her best friend Josephina. And it's going to be so much fun to see the joy in their face. And just the excitement and the anticipation. And of course, the meaning behind celebrating the holiday. And I think that uh, family rituals, faith, spirituality, all of those things do promote health and wellness. And I think um, that it's important to focus on those meaningful interactions as opposed to all the superficial aspects and the parties and buying gifts and rushing out on the day after Thanksgiving, stampeding to get the latest you know, toy or object um, that's probably going to be discarded before you know it. So I think giving thanks uh, for our many blessings, celebrating important traditions, finding out what other people do because people celebrate uh, different family uh, traditions, uh, have different faiths, uh, different activities. It's also a great time to reach out to loved ones um, and others in the community as well as visit places of worship. But we all know that the holidays can also be a time for stress, time crunches, uh, overeating all the party food, and overspending. And it's very important to budget. It's very important to keep regular schedules, regular sleep cycles. So um, here's some tips we're going to go over about how you can stay healthy and happy and still make the most of your holiday season. So remember the reason for the season. Faith, family, country, and just simple reaffirmation of our love for our family and friends. It makes up the heart and soul of our holiday celebrations. And don't overeat. Um, 
and regret what you've eaten. Just take time to taste some food, savor it, sample, uh, especially with the heavy foods and the desserts. Um, I always say that, you know, as we get older, we've kind of had a lot of desserts in our life and kind of it's time to outgrow them. Maybe just take a little piece and save some or share some. Um, and it's always nice to have good leftovers later. And I think putting down your fork and engaging in conversation is very important. Um, controlling your portion intake, smaller plates. I have some very fun little tiny plates <laughs> for the holidays. And always avoid extreme hunger and thirst. It's always good to drink some water before you eat or go to a, a party. Maybe have a high protein snack. Now, some people find food confessions, writing down everything they eat, helpful. Our guest podcaster, Sylvia, does that. I, I certainly, I, I can write in a daily journal, but I, I can't I can't do that. So what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. Regarding spending, please stay within your budget. It's really time and attention and making memories and recalling and remembering cherished family memories that really make the holidays so special, not the material aspects. Keeping to routines, not just small children, but older children and older people too. We all need sleep and exercise. Staying on your prescribed supplements or medications and avoiding excessive alcohol, caffeine, sugar, processed fats, um, high salt food, the seed oils, regular exercise. If you want glowing skin for the holidays, you've got to get your heart rate up and build some muscle with both aerobic and strength training activities. And we've got some good information on our website and podcast uh, on exercise for many different people, ages, and conditions. Practice saying no. I don't think women in general are as good at that. Saying no to non-essentials, pacing yourself, and just realize that you can't fit in all parties, events, volunteering, hosting, making homemade cookies. Um, my girlfriend and our guest podcaster, Sylvia, she gave me a really wonderful gift, which was a small little plate with a bubbly, smiling woman say, please stop me before I volunteer again. And every time Artemis is at my house and she sees that, she points to it and she's like, that's my mommy. <laughs> she thinks it's her mother because there's pictures, of course, of her family and all the family members uh, at my house. Getting together, even though it's a happy time, sometimes you might um, not have as much time to spend with faraway relatives. And asking family members, um, blood relatives, about their medical history can be an, an opportune time to politely ask about medical histories because they can be very important and helpful to your healthcare team. If you're someone who suffers from holiday blues or seasonal affective disorder, or if you feel depressed during the winter holidays, it's very important to seek help. Certainly healthy eating, exercise, and bright light, some nutritional supplements and boosting vitamin D can go a long way, and some people do need more intensive uh, treatments. And don't be afraid to ask for help. 
So we have some wonderful recipes on our site. And um, one of them is by our founder, Lady Di, Diane Dunkelman, um, her favorite Thanksgiving turkey recipe. And uh, she gives the different cooking times, whether it's an eight pound turkey all the way up to a 24 pound turkey, preheating the oven to 450 degrees, removing those giblets in the neck, and then rinsing that turkey and patting it dry and rubbing the uh, skin of the turkey with olive oil. Olive oil is so heart healthy. Um, if you haven't listened to my omega-3 and olive oil uh, podcast, that would be a good one to listen to. And then she recommends stuffing the cavity with a heel of bread, some celery stalks, a whole onion, peeled, and an apple. And fresh sage or rosemary um, are great herbs to use. And then wrap the turkey in heavy foil two ways. Scrunch it but not airtight. And then place it in a roasting pan about two inches deep. And cook it at 450 degrees according to size until the meat thermometer reads about 180 to 185 degrees. Open the foil to brown for the last 40 minutes. And for easy slicing, cover it with foil and let it stand after removing it from the oven for 15 minutes. So we've had lots of turkey stories in my family from the time uh, that we smoked out the house <laughs> to the one year that the turkey was undercooked and uh, we got food poisoning uh, to last year's Thanksgiving that we had in a Cincinnati hospital. Um, and it kind of changed our plans because Lincoln came a little bit early, but it was so, so exciting. So from my family to yours... And from our wonderful team at Speaking of Women's Health and the Center for Specialized Women's Health, may you enjoy good tidings and great joy with your loved ones. And I just want to again share my gratitude with you, our listeners. And I hope that you, if you don't already subscribe to Speaking of Women's Health, hit the follow or subscribe button on your podcast app and give us a five-star rating. And if you're so inclined to make a donation this holiday season or Giving Tuesday, you can go to speakingofwomenshealth.com. And I hope that you'll join me again back in the Sunflower House. <music>